What's good, everyone? G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka the Greginator, aka the Rookie of New York, and I want to talk to you about Anchor and my show. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. I'll explain. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music intros, music outros, uploading episodes with unlimited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get sponsorships. It's everything you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show off the Meat Rat Change New York podcast, the unfiltered comedy show about the stories mixed with entertainment, music, real life segments, and much more. Now, where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, which is off the Meat Rat Chains NY podcast, alongside with my Instagram handle, gmoneystacks555 in Queens, and Queens, New York. To spell it out is O-F-F-T-H-E-M-E-A-T-R-A-C-K-C-H-A-I-N-Z, N-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, all in one word. Now, streaming platforms, in case you missed any of the episodes. We are on Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Podcasts. And please don't forget that Off the Meat Rat Change New York podcast is on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. Let's go.
Yes, yes. Five, four, three, two, one. Good evening, new listeners and current listeners from all around the world, including Canada, the USA, areas of Long Island, including the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. This is yours with the most G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka The Gregonator, aka Rookie Podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now tuning in and rocking with Off the Meat Rack Chains New York Podcast, episode 31. How about that, man? Give a round of applause for, for another milestone in the in the books. Hold on, folks. If I have to turn on the volume. Now, for now, if you if you're new to the channel and you miss any previous episodes whatsoever, all you got to do is your part by subscribing to the YouTube channel, G Money Stacks 555. Be sure to tap on the notification bell so you can be reminded of when the, the podcast goes on the air live, along with leaving a comment along, along with the topics, a like. And be and be sure to share your feedback on the topics that we discuss, along with sharing the podcast along with your friends, along with the audio streaming platforms. I will discuss that after the show. So, a round of applause for episode 30, 33 of a milestone right here. Okay, um, now, um, in case you guys don't know, we have a segment in each episode called Chatting on the Jazz right here, right? Now, Chatting on the Jazz is basically a segment where we get to talk to you about the topics that catches our interest every week now before we even get to before we even get to the mental health subject check-in for for today we unfortunately have some some sad news to tell you and this is regarding the the comedian legend paul mooney Unfortunately, he passed away at age 79. Yeah, age 79. (laughs) Yeah. Now, of course, the story goes like this. According to thatgrapejuice.net. Now, the 79-year-old who was re, re, renowned for his work with Richard Pryor suffered a heart attack at his home in Oakland, California. EMTs rushed to the scene but were unable to revive him. Mooney's health is said to have also been affected by dementia, which I will which I will try to discuss that in a future episode. So so we'll we'll get to that. Um, which he had been living with for several years. Did not know that. 
Beyond his work with Pryor, the comics starred in movies such as 1978's The Buddy Holly Story and Bamboozled. He also notably appeared on The Chappelle Show. Paying tribute to Mooney, Dave Chappelle deemed him the best to ever do it and said his legacy will live forever. Man. So, SIP to Paul Mooney. Um, now, we're going to go to our mental health segment in regards to um, the levels of PTSD. Now, hold on a minute. I know I had it. Anyway, just bear with me, folks. I'm trying to look for the trying to look for this. Um, okay, levels to PTSD. Here we go. Um, all right. Now we're gonna go to this one right here. All right. According to PTSDsupport.net. The, le- the levels of PTSD um, goes like this. So the history of PTSD. There are five types of PTSD. You may wish to look at these different types of and see where you would fall within these categories. Call PTSD since the Vietnam era. This condition had a long and interesting history. The stress syndrome has been called many things in the 150 years since it was first recognized, but every definition has several characteristics in common, including re-experiencing numbing and physiological arousal. The process of Darwinian Natural selection supported the evolution of people with highly developed stress responses. Those prehistoric people with the most effective fight or flight reflexes became our ancestors. Curiously, during the 19th century, what is known today as PTSD was was called rare spine and was associated with what we would today call hysterical physical symptoms, anxiety, which I previously talked about in episode um, 25. If you didn't hear um, the topic about anxiety, you could take take a listen on the mental health subject, anxiety. Um, Expressed by, excuse me, as bodily complaints seen in people who had been involved in railway accidents, but who suffered no bodily injuries. Fight or flight. Fight or flight is driven by the neurochemical hormone adrenaline and and results in a range of psychophysiological responses to danger. These include increased pupil size to 
excuse me, so that more information can enter the eye. Increased heart rate so that oxygen can be pumped to the muscles and brain. And the conversion of glycogen to glucose so that rapidly contracting muscles and essential organs are supplied with sufficient energy to function. These physiological changes encourage men and women to become aggressive or rapidly run away when confronted by danger. Modern man is still hardwired with this physiological reflex. It is our legacy from ancient times. However, when a man or a woman employed in business or a profession is feeling threatened in their workplace or boardroom, they would be regarded as bizarre if they suddenly rose from their chair and ran from the room or engaged in physical combat with an opponent. Under most circumstances, threats as perceived may not be threats in reality, and the threatened person must sit and bear it. This conflict between our mind and our physiological reflexes is responsible for the modern medical entities known as stress response syndrome. Stress is also responsible for a range of secondary illnesses that can arise from the work environment, including cardiovascular and immune system diseases. PTSD, for those of you who may not know, is a condition that arises from exposure to life-threatening circumstances, and it was first diagnosed among some of the survivors of wartime combat. Throughout World War I, the syndrome was known as shell shock, end quote, and was thought to be primarily motivated by the soldiers' effort at self-preservation. In World War II, it was called World War Neurosis, or combat fatigue. The modern diagnosis of PTSD, a byproduct of the Vietnam War, falls within the general DSM-IV category of anxiety disorders, subcategory of stress disorders. Um, PTSD is a discrete phenomenon, not a conundrum, like pregnancy. PTSD is defined as something one has or does not have. For medical legal purposes, there are no shades of PTSD gray. Even though in actually and in some current research, the condition is viewed more in terms of a gradient of symptoms medical legally. However, one is either in or out of the diagnosis. 
according to whether or not the individual fulfills the six specific detailed criteria, the so-called AF criteria. The AF, excuse me, the A criteria, the event, a threshold concept. All right. In a nutshell, the A criteria, an individual to, to have been exposed to a life-threatening circumstance, earlier in, incarnations of the DSM use a broad and overly inclusive yardstick outside of the range of normal human experience. But this criteria was considered too loose and was easily abused in its interpretation. With the recent publication of DSM-IV, the A criteria have been tightened considerably, considerably. The new wording requires that the person experienced, witnessed, or was confronted with an event or events that involved actual or threatened death emphasis added, end quote. Even the secondary phrase or serious injury or a threat to the physical integrity of self or others implied a grave degree of bodily threat. It was the intention of the DSM-IV subcommittee to tighten the A criteria so that it conform, yes, conformed more closely to the kind of actual life-threatening circumstances, such as combat, where PTSD was first observed. In essence, the trauma must be sufficiently severe that it ruptures a person's bubble of invulnerability. Most of the time, people avoid thinking about the possibility of death in order to carry on their daily lives without constant high levels of anxiety. The re-experiencing or B criteria, PTSD victims re-experience the trauma over and over and over again in a variety of different ways. This results from the psyche effort to master overwhelming perceptual stimuli. The event is revisited repeatedly in an, an effort to manage and eventually integrate the traumatic stimuli that originally overwhelmed the victim's psychological equilibrium. The B criteria include five different re-experiencing phenomena, any one of which is deemed sufficient to meet this diagnostic criterion. Recurrent or intrusive distressing recollections of the event, including images, thought of perceptions, all right. Note. In young children, repetitive play may occur in which themes or aspects of the trauma are expressed. 
PTSD victims are never able to quite forget the event which traumatized them. They think and dream about it intermittently throughout their walking and sleeping hours and often feel persecuted by their inability to repress the recurrent distressing images. Recurrent or distressing dreams of the event. No, in children, there may be frightening dreams without recognizable content. These recurrent images of the trauma intrude upon the victim's sleep in the form of disturbing dreams and nightmares. Unlike normal dreams, which utilize symbolism to conceal from consciousness, the dreamer's actual life conflicts and concerns PTSD um, dreams are often literal representations of the traumatic event. The starkly realistic presentation of the dreamer's traumatic experiences reflects the psyche's inability to master, process, and integrate these overwhelming stimuli. Through the disguising processes of sublimination and symbol formation. Acting or feeling as if the traumatic event were recurring includes a sense of reliving the experience, illusions, hallucinations, and dissociative flashback episodes including those that occur on awakening or when intoxicated. Note, in young children, trauma-specific reenactment may occur. The victim frequently feels a sense of deja vu as if reliving the experience, sometimes in the form of illusions or hallucinations. Frequently when in psychological physique, excuse me, physiologically altered states of consciousness such as those induced by alcohol, drugs, or sleep. Young children may ex- actually reenact the traumatic events in their play behavior alone or with others. Intense psychological distress at exposure to internal or external cues that symbolize or resemble an aspect of the traumatic event. PTSD victims may experience extreme anxiety or even panic upon exposure to circumstances that either literally or symbolically remind them of the traumatic circumstances. Physiological reactivity on exposure or internal or external cues that symbolize or resemble an aspect of the traumatic event. Traumatized Vietnam War combat veterans, for example, frequently confuse their perceptions from 
ordinary experiences of everyday life with those that date back to the traumatic event. For example, a, tra a traumatized combat veteran hearing an automobile muffler backfiring may experience the sound as if it was wartime gunfire. Wow. Accordingly, the person may re-experience the full range of psychophysiological responses known as combat alert akin to fight or flight reactions as if he were back on the battlefield numbing and avoidance or C criteria persistence avoidance or stimuli associated with the trauma and numbing of general responsiveness not present before the trauma as in, indicated by three or more of the following as a psychological defense against being overwhelmed and feeling helpless traumatized individuals constantly accelerate excuse me, oscillating between re-experiencing the trauma and trying to avoid it. Their efforts to avoid may take many forms of which any three listed below fulfills the C criteria. <clears throat> efforts to avoid thoughts, feelings, or conversations associated with the trauma. An airline stewardess who was brutally raped and beaten, damn, in a hotel during a work-related layover for several weeks, told no one about the assault, not her fellow employees, not her family, and only admitted the assault when her grown daughter pressed her to explain why her mood was so different. Efforts to avoid activities, places, or people that arouse recollections of the trauma. <clears throat> Typically, someone who suffers from PTSD will avoid revisiting the site of the trauma. A young woman who was savagely beaten, kicked in the head, and believed she was going to be killed by hoodlums who assaulted her in the parking lot of a well-known national restaurant chain. Avoided ever revisiting not just the particular restaurant where the assault occurred, but any other facility will, excuse me, with the chain's name on, name on it. Inability to recall an important aspect of the trauma, not infrequently, a serious traumatized person will be amnesic for particular events or periods of the time during the trauma. They may say their their memory is like a stop frame movie from which movements or extended periods of time are lost and the memory jumps from before to after the missing segments. Oh boy. Markedly diminished interest or participation in 
significant activities. Another young woman who was beaten in the restaurant parking lot incident referred to above underwent a dramatic personality change following the assault. She was transformed from an outgoing, vivacious, independent, and feisty young person, someone who performed publicly in an entertainment group, to a frightened, withdrawn, isolated girl who would not even leave her house to go food shopping without the protective companionship of family members. Yikes. In her withdrawn state, she gained 50 pounds, creating an additional buffer zone around herself that shielded from the outside world. Feeling of detachment or estrangement from others. More than simple detachment or loneliness, PTSD victims tend to experience themselves as outside looking in as though they are no longer part of life's events, but are beyond a transparent barrier restricted to the new, excuse me, the, the role of an observer, restricted range of effect. It is very common for those suffering from PTSD to suddenly lose the ability to experience strong feelings. For example, an inability to love or to care about others who are dear to them. This discontentedness can seriously damage marital, parent, excuse me, parent, child, or workplace relationships. Um, hang on a second, folks. All right. Um, where did I leave off? Yes. Yes, it is very common for those suffering from PTSD to suddenly lose the ability to experience strong feelings for example, and an inability to love or to care about others who are dear to them. The discontentedness can seriously damage marital parent, child, or workplace relationships. Okay. Sense of foreshortened future. Not infrequently, people with PTSD no longer think of themselves as having a future. This is not the same as having suicidal feelings, since the victim has neither the plan nor the intention of killing himself. Rather than, excuse me, rather these thoughts result from the sudden rupture of their bubble of inner vulnerability. Having experienced a close encounter with death, its ever presence can no longer be affected, denied. PTSD victims may simply resign themselves to the belief that sooner rather than later, life will end. Hold on, folks. Okay, sorry about that. <clears throat> All right. All right. 
Um, where was I? Symptoms of increased arousal. The D criteria. Due to the effects of adrenaline directly upon the central nervous system, PTSD is, is always associated with signs of increased arousal as indicated by two of the following. Difficulty falling or staying asleep. Sleep disturbance usually begin immediately after the trauma. Also, in some cases, upsetting dreams may not occur for days, weeks, or even months. Typically, the PTSD patients has difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, fearing that something terrible may happen to them if they relax their guard against sleep. Instead of sleeping, they remain alert. Irritability or outbursts of anger. Irritability and sometimes rapid fluctuations of mood occur with most people who suffer from the this disorder. Sometimes it is experienced as waves of emotion that cause the PTSD patient to rapidly shift between focus, attention, and fearfulness. At other times, tempers are short and the victim snaps angrily and inappropriately at friends, family, or colleagues. This liability of mood is worsened by the ingestion of alcohol or intoxicating drugs. Difficulty concentrating. Typically, PTSD have difficulty reading. If they can read, it is only for, excuse me, for a brief in, intervals or only illustrated magazines. Even watching television, although easier than reading, may be marked by lapses of attention and difficulty staying focused. The attention difficulties are likely to be the result of intrusive thoughts or images that both distract attention and increase feelings of anxiety. The entire process feels like mm -mm, out of control, which in a self-reinforcing, excuse me, reinforcing matter further increases anxiety and decreases attention. Hypervigilance or the state of being in extreme alert is partially driven by the central nervous system's response to increased adrenaline and partially by the confusion of perceptions described above as the re-experiencing of or, excuse me, B criteria. Exaggerated startle response. This is also a synonym, no, excuse me, symptom of the physiologically stimulated central nervous system anticipating further frightening experiences. Similar to the original overwhelming trauma, in certain natural catastrophes, such as earthquakes, victims are repeatedly re traumatized for days or weeks as aftershocks 
recur. Marked anxiety results in brisk physiological reflex responses, including an exaggerated startle response. One individual originally traumatized by the San Francisco Loma Prieta earthquake of 1989 and subsequently by aftershocks eventually developed large reactions to shocks of even minute magnitude learned this in science class by the way eventually his nervous system was so tense in anticipation of the possibility of another rent um, excuse me another large quake that he remained in a state of high alert he startled easily and his feet left the ground if anyone closed a door behind him or made a noise unexpectedly oh wow the duration or e criterion the duration of the disturbance um lasts longer than one month. This is a somewhat arbitrary criterion. However, its purpose is to excuse me to distinguish between brief transient stress response reactions and more serious lasting post-traumatic stress disorder. Nevertheless, for practical clinical purposes, if a psychiatrist or other mental health professional strongly suspects a diagnosis of PTSD because of the enormity of the trauma and the presence of sufficient B, C, and D criteria symptoms, it would be irrational and medically inappropriate to delay treatment for 30 days until the duration criterion had been fulfilled, especially since the best recoveries from PTSD occur when therapeutic measures are introduced early. For litigation purposes, however, premature PTSD diagnosis can be attacked when they are applied to symptoms that have not lasted for a minimum of one month. Often, these are acute stress reactions that will resolve spontaneously within a short time. Clinically significant distress or impairment in social, occupational, or other important areas of functioning. The F criterion. The F criterion means that simply fulfilling the A through E criteria is not in itself enough to make the diagnosis of PTSD. In addition, the condition must cause clinically significant distress or impairment in social, occupational, or other important areas of functioning. Of course, clinically significant broad concept that is subject to a wide range of interpretations. 
based upon the exam examining clinician experience and judgment. However, the individual's family, work, school, and social lives are explored in detail to determine if this criterion is met. Just bear with me, folks. I'm trying very hard not to butcher certain words. For practical purposes, it is difficult to conceive of a situation in which the event criterion is met and the BF criteria are adequately met and the individual does not demonstrate clinically significant distress or functional impairment in these other areas of their life. <clears throat> If a claimant, it's a yeah. If a claimant shows no significant impairment of functioning in work, social, or family life, it is highly unlikely that they are suffering from genuine PTSD. Hold that thought, folks. All right. All right. Acute, chronic, or delayed onset PTSD. Hold on one second. Let me get to. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Finally, the PTSD diagnosis requires a specification of acute chronic or delayed onset differential diagnosis as with many psychological conditions individuals experiencing ptsd may be diagnosed with other problems these differential or alternative diagnoses include adjustment disorder acute stress disorder obsessive compulsive disorder generalized anxiety disorder mood disorder substance abuse organic brain syndrome and malignant the existence of nine diverse alternative diagnoses indicates that some of the signs of the symptoms of ptsd are also found in other mental conditions however this multiplicity of alternative needed indicates that PTSD is an imprecise diagnosis, nor that it is very difficult to accurately determine. Nevertheless, the diagnosis will only be accurate to the extent that the examiner has carefully evaluated a person in terms of the very specific A through F criteria. Um, all right. Um, let's keep let's keep it going. Um, okay, I'm not gonna read all this. If you'd like to know more about PTSD, the, the levels of PTSD, 
all you gotta do is go to www.ptsdsupport.net slash understanding underscore PTSD. Now, I want to get to another mental health um subject, which has to do with a recent interview that Chris Rock did. Um, he talked about how he discovered nonverbal, no, yeah, nonverbal learning disorder. I'll fill you in on what it is. So here we go. According to psychologytoday.com, nonverbal learning disorder or nonverbal learning disability is a neurological condition marked by a collection of academic, excuse me, and sometimes social difficulties experienced by children of average or superior intelligence. NVLD may include problems drawing, writing, telling time using analog clocks or otherwise manipulating visual spatial information. Tasks that require motor coordination, such as tying shoes, may also be impaired. NVLD may also include problems with executive function and higher order information processing, math and social skills. As diverse as these skills appear, each arena is tied to the right hemisphere. It is important to note that only one or two skill sets may be compromised in NVLD. If a child's intellectual abilities are strong in all but one or more of the above areas, testing for NVLD may be warranted. Symptoms. The signs and symptoms of a nonverbal learning disorder are difficult to pinpoint as so many deficits potentially fall under this umbrella term. And most children do not exhibit all behaviors, typically in spite of large vocabulary and strong language memory and verbal skills. The child has difficulty with reading comprehension and higher forms of math, especially mathematical word problems, deficits in fine and gross motor skills result in difficulty with handwriting, using scissors and tools, riding a bicycle and participating in sports, behaviorally um, resistance to change, Lack of, lack of common sense, fear of new situations, concrete, literal, and focused thinking while missing the bigger picture, and difficulty in social situations are all traits associated with a nonverbal learning disorder. A fear of new situations may make it difficult to meet new people and make friends. A child with nonverbal learning disorder depends heavily on the spoken word as a primary social tool and as a result may be thought of by others as someone who talks too much social deficits may include underdeveloped or absent skills that 
most people learn intu intuitively through observation rather than by instruction. Some children are unable to perceive subtle environmental cues or learn by simply watching. Children with nonverbal learning disorder have trouble receiving and interpreting nonverbal forms of communication, such as body language, facial expressions, the concept of personal space, or when enough is enough of certain types of behavior. Some experts argue that in certain cases, Asperger's and nonverbal learning disorder may even be the same condition viewed in different ways. Now to the causes. Nonverbal learning disorder is thought to be related to a deficit in the right cerebral hemisphere of the brain where nonverbal processing occurs. Over time, the child may develop systems, including rote memories of past experiences as a guide for how to behave in new situations rather than responding to specific social cues. Now on to the treatment. There is no single recommended treatment plan for nonverbal learning disorder. With any learning disorder, however, children are best served by early intervention and support after observation and an initial assessment to determine a child's specific needs. School-based professionals can put a plan into place for both social and economic accommodations necessary for improvement. These interventions may include extra practice time for developing skills in pattern recognition and organizing thoughts and counseling to help the child better understand social expectations at home. Strategies can be developed to reinforce school-based learning and interventions because children are aware that they struggle in one or more areas. Psychotherapy may also be appropriate since children with nonverbal learning disabilities may be at higher risk than typically developing children of having generalized and social anxiety disorders. Treatment approaches for different children vary with the type and degree of symptoms displayed. Now, if you'd like to learn more about nonverbal non learning disorder, you can go to psycho, psychologytoday.com slash US slash conditions slash nonverbal dash learning disorder. Now to the next topic, which is, which has to do with a new app no, hold on. Before I even get to the new app, before I even get to the new app, um, I do want to discuss the the thing with Chris Rock, who did an interview recently, and I just did 
a whole section about the nonverbal learning disorder that he dis- that he discovered. So he's in a new movie called Spiral, and I will read some synopsis off of this. So just bear with me, folks. So Spyro, also known as Spyro from the Book of Saw, is a 2021 American horror film directed by Darren Lynn Bozeman and written by Josh Stolberg and Peter Goldfinger. It is the ninth installment in the Saw film series. The film stars Chris Rock, Max Miguela, Marisol Nichols, and Samuel Jackson, movie actor legend. And follows police efforts to stop a jigsaw copycat killer. The original creators of the series, James Wan and Leigh Winnell, serve as executive producers along Rock. Um. So. So let's go to how. Let's go to the characters. So Chris Rock plays uh, Detective Ezekiel Zeke Banks. Max Miguela as Detective William Shank. Marisol Nichols as Captain Angie Garza. Samuel Jackson as Marcus Banks. Zoe Palmer as Cara Boswick. Janelle Williams as Lisa Banks. Reaches Zeperari as um so Spyro is in theaters right now. You can go check it out right now in theaters and on and on whatever streaming platforms it is on. Now on to the next subject. Um on to the next subject here. Um, I wanted to actually discuss something in regards to because I didn't even I didn't even know. Okay, so shout outs to a singer named Niagara Chanel who put me onto this new app called You Now. And for those of you who may not know what You Now is, I'll fill you in. You now is an American live broadcasting service where users stream their own live video content or interact with the video streams of other users in real time. The service is, is available on its website or Android and iOS apps. Um now I do want to discuss. I do want to discuss the, the the benefits behind it. Actually, um, let me see. Okay, so as of August fifteenth, the service handles one hundred fifty thousand broadcasts each day. So this was launched around September twenty eleven, nine years ago. Um, the majority of users of you now are under twenty four years old. Many users perform music or dance. Others talk or make jokes. There was some media attention in 2015 on a number of users who filmed themselves sleeping. A tag-based topic system enables viewers to browse content of their choice. 
while trending streams enable users to locate more popular webcasters. And hang on a minute. I need to get Hang on a second, folks. Need to do this real quick. Okay. Um, it competes with apps like Meerkat and Periscope, although others have compared it with sites like Chat Roulette. Unai was founded by AD Sidemen in September 2011, but significantly grew in popularity during 2014 and 2015, following significant changes to the service. A round of funding in 2015 raised 15 million from venture capitalists, bringing the total invested to. $30 million. Wow. That's a lot of money. <laughs> That's a lot of money right here. Um, You now bought live streaming company blocktv.com in 2013. User accounts being merged into you now. MTV partnered with you now for 2014 MTV video music awards the huffington the huffington post has started a live stream no excuse me a live show a live show on you now weekly since august 2015. the shorty awards feature a you now of the year category in 2016 and 2017. america's got talent Partnered with you now to hold auditions for season 11 with the final auditions on you now held in <clears throat> held live in you now headquarters on Times Square on March 1st, 2016. In 2017, you now began losing user broadcasters including many partnered users and their fans to other social media apps, including Live Me and Twitch, which I have, by the way. Um, in 2019, in an attempt to bring user broadcasters and fans back, you now developed and implemented similar features that Live Me and Twitch already had on their social media platforms. These similar features include high-definition resolu resolution broadcasting, the ability to assign chat moderators, and the ability to have multiple guests, broadcasters, up to three. At the same time with the broadcaster, Gold Bars placed likes as the in-app currency on the lower price you now gifts at time of this redesign. Yuna has also introduced a new platform reward system in the form of props. Okay. I like this app. Yeah, I like this app. It's I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty hip to this. Um yeah it's pretty it's pretty good man for technology purposes. Um, 
Um, let's see. And speaking of um, speaking of which, did you know that Jay Z sold title? I'll fill you in on this one. So, Jay Z completes sale of title to Jack Dorsey Square for reported three hundred million dollars. That's three hundred fifty million dollars. Man. All right. Jay-Z's deal to sell his music streaming service title to Jack Dorsey's financial services company, Square, has closed. Repeatedly, valuing titles at more than $435 million. Square is paying $300 million for 80% of title in the deal, which closed on Friday. TMZ reported, but a person familiar with the matter says Square closed the deal for just $302 million. Though they declined to share what percent of the company Square acquired. The person added that Square executive Jesse Doros, Doro Gus, okay, Doro Guskar will, as interim head of title, White Square searches for a permanent lead. Doro Guskar did not immediately return the post request for comment. Square will also get licensing. Wait, wait. Square will also get licensing deals with the major record labels on the platform, TMZ reported. And Desiree Perez, CEO of Jay Z's Entertainment Empire Rock Nation, will continue to help run Title. The deal gives Jay Z an exit for Title which has struggled amid a field of larger stream rivals like Spotify. Wow. <clears throat> Service has been dragged down by weak subscriber numbers, thought to be between 1 and 5 million paltry compared to Spotify's 356 million monthly active users and high turnover in its executive suite. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Um, but the deal also raises questions about why Square, a financial products company, is acquiring a music streaming startup. Dorsey defended the deal in a series of tweets back in March, saying he plans to help title musicians grow their businesses and fan bases by building collaborations tools, making it easy, 
easier to sell merchandise and creating entirely new listening experiences. Quote, given what Square has been able to do for sellers of all sizes and individual through Cash App, we believe we can now work for artists to see the same success for them and us, he said. Um, when Square announced the deal in March, it said it expected to pay $297 million in a mix of cash and stock for an undisclosed majority ownership stake and title which Jay-Z and a group of artists acquired for $56 million in 2015. The March announcement came after Dorsey and Jay-Z born Sean Carter dropped several hints that were working on something that the pair was spotted lounging on a yacht in the Hamptons with Jay-Z superstar wife Beyonce in August before news leaked in December that they were discussing a square title tie-up. Excuse me. Square said in March that the company expected to close the deal sometime in the second quarter, which began in April. The company also said Jay-Z would join Square's board of directors once the deal closed. But the company had not discussed, excuse me, not disclosed Jay-Z's addition to the board as of writing. Shares of Square slid almost 2% on the March announcement of the deal. Shares of Square were trading about 0.5% lower Monday. Wow. (laughs) Wow. This is, this is very, this is very interesting compared to this, compared to this next story now I'm about to get into. I'm not going to, well, before we even get to the Universal Hip Hop Museum, I want to touch on this other story. This story has to do with a tiger. That's right. A tiger on the loose. Now, I do have an article by TMZ, by the way. It says, Tiger in Houston still missing. Alleged owner's lawyers denies his... Uh, whatever. The bizarre case of a tiger on the loose in Houston has gotten even stranger as the man police arrested for the incident denies being the owner and nobody seems to know where the tiger is. This is crazy. (laughs) You know, I'll, I'll just say this before I continue. 
you know, it's not safe to to actually have a tiger as a pet, knowing how aggressive they are. And I can't even imagine somebody that I know who who actually has a wild animal like a tiger compared to a cheetah. But I digress on this right here. So let me continue with this. Cops arrested Victor Hugo Cuervas Monday for evading police after officers say he was the guy seen on video Sunday wrangling the tiger that got loose in Houston suburb in the Houston suburb and nearly shot by a neighbor. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Police say Cuervas loaded the big cat into a white SUV and drove off as officers arrived. But his attorney, Michael Elliott, addressed reporters after his client bounded out and says Cuervas is being accused of doing things he didn't do. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. The lawyers suggest Houston PD's made some false assumptions and most significantly, he says the tiger does not belong to Cuevers and denies knowing the animal's whereabouts. The tiger is a five, no, a nine-month-old male named India. And Cuevers lawyer says, we are both very anxious and looking forward to doing everything we can to find India. We want to find India. Cuevers bonded out for his most recent arrest after previously being out on $50,000 bond in neighboring Fort Bend County on a murder charge. So there's that. As we reported, Tiger King star Kara Baskins put Texas Senator Ted Cruz and John Cornyn on blast earlier this week for allowing such a situation to unfold in the state in the first place. She's against owning tigers as pets and says people in the Houston neighborhood who were near the loose tiger were in extreme danger. I have to agree, man. Having a tiger as a pet is a dangerous idea. So there it goes. If you're going to have a pet, make sure that the pet is not, you know, wildly dangerous and stuff. That's like the more of the story right here that I, that I could say about this. Um, um, right now, um, I do want to touch on a particular particular um, Black-owned trendsetter that I didn't get a chance to discuss in the last episode. Um, because I got interrupted. So we're gonna we're gonna go to a segment go a segment goes to a black owned trendset excuse me. This segment is called the black owned shout out trendsetters. It's basically it's basically when we get to shout out the people who got their own businesses who are basically African-American. Now, in this case, this has to do with a 
Universal Hip Hop Museum. Um, now I did take a look at the uh, the video um on Instagram Live, and I did see I did see um I did see Ella Cool J, and I'm going to read to you on what their mission is and what they are about. So let's go to. I want to go to what they are about. But first, let me read what their mission is. So their mission is anchored in in the birthplace of the culture. The Universal Hip Hop Museum in the Bronx celebrates and preserves the history of local and global hip hop to inspire, empower, and promote understanding. Um... All right, I'm gonna go to um, what they're about. Let me see. Let's go to what they are about. In case nobody don't know what this is, I would gladly try to, let me break it down. If I could really figure out how to, all right. Um. Uh, mission, let me see. So, although they do have a collection, um, they do have archive collections like pins, along with art artifacts, audiovisual, the photography. Um, they even have. They got everything. Um, if you guys want to want to um check out their website, their website is www.uhhm.org. That's www.uhhm.org. Um, I do I did wanted to talk about um what they're about actually. Um, so I'm gonna read the New York Post actually. Um, all right, so there will be a muse according to the New York Post, there will be a new museum on the block of New York's must see cultural institutions, and she's a homegrown girl. That would be the Universal Hip Hop Museum, which had its groundbreaking ceremony along the Harlem River on Thursday featuring such New York City rap legends as Ella Cool J, Nas, Fat Joe, and Grandmaster Flash. <clears throat> the museum, which began construction in February, will launch as the cultural hub of the new Bronx Point development in 2024. Wow. Um, it made me dream, you know what I'm saying? Queens near Ella Cool J, his hometown rap roots last week, led him to be announced as a musical excellence inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, hip hop made me believe that anything is possible. 
it was the first time that I heard, you know, young black men sound empowered. Um, most of the time when I see, excuse me, when I saw young black men, they were like putting their heads down, being put in a police car. This was like the first time where I felt like, wow, it's possible to be powerful. It's possible to be somebody in quote. Um, and a lot of the somebodies who have made hip hop it is today will be celebrated in the museum in the borough that put the genre on the map. Well, hip hop originated back in 1973. Rocky Bucano, founder and executive director of the museum told the Post, hip hop is the most popular art form in the entire world which is now getting ready to celebrate its 48th anniversary this year. <clears throat> and it's almost sacrilegious that a creative art form doesn't have its own place where the history can be preserved to celebrate. This museum will serve as the home of hip-hop history and culture for the world. As the cultural anchor of the Bronx Point development, Bucano said, and for those of you who don't know who um who is Bucano, he Rocky Bucano, he is the owner of of the Universal Hip Hop Museum. Um, so Bucano said the museum will still instill a sense of pride in the Bronx, but also a sense of belonging, he said. Hip-hop began here in the South Bronx by black and brown kids who were just looking to have fun and stay out of harm's way back in the eight, in the 70s. And now this museum will provide educational resources, workforce development, and just a way to provide economic empowerment. While building a museum is no doubt a challenge in the middle of a global pandemic, Bacano said, we're excited. Hip hop has always had an innovative spirit and the museum will continue in that creative fashion that hip hop is known for. Um, wait, wait, what else? Um, yeah. So I'm going to give an applause to to Nolly Rocky Cubano who and also the people and the staff who are making a difference into into the hip hop culture. And let's give a round of applause for the U Universal Hip Hop Museum. And also, I would like to congratulate Ella Cool J for being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, 
I think I covered mostly mostly everything. So so that's gonna wrap up this episode. Um if you like hold on a second. If you like what you heard, feel free to show some love by giving a donation to to support off the meat rat chains New York podcast by going to the link in the bio which says linktree slash gmoneystacks555. You're going to see a section where it says support the podcast by making a donation. And it's by anchor.fm slash gmoneystacks slash support. It's going to take you to a section where it says where it's going to ask you for um, debit cards. Another option that I want to point out is you can also make a donation by supporting the podcast by making a donation to my cash app, which is dollar sign G Money Stacks 555. That's dollar sign G M O N E Y capital S T A C K Z 555. And now, um, let's go to. And now let's go to um all right, let's go to a podcast juice of the week, shall we? For those of you who may not know what podcast juice of the week is, is where I is where I pick podcast shows that 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 I suggest that you could check out. So so here we go. Hold on. Let's go to Spotify real quick. Um, let's go to Spotify real quick. Hold on, folks. Hold on. Hold on, it's loading. Hold on, it's loading right now. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Um. All right. Um. All right, let's go to our podcast picks of the week. Now podcast pick of the week goes to the factual paying podcast um so the factual paying podcast is jacksonville's only raw and uncut podcast no holds barred and no limits while discussing life sports music pop culture and more Another podcast that I would like to suggest has to do with another another podcast show that I listen to is um just a minute just a minute all right the systems did it which is another favorite podcast that I listen to. And and the synopsis goes like this. 
we discuss the episode of the simpsons we talk about things in each episode that we love that we thought were weird and things you might not even know ever knew or remember about an episode that's by the skolansky brothers of steven and robert skolansky and another one that I would like to actually um, partake in is um, um, talking Simpsons. All right. So the synopsis goes like this. Join your friends Bob Mackie and Henry Gilbert for a chronological and cromulent exploration of the greatest show ever made each week we're joined by funny guests to tackle a different episode of the simpsons breaking down every 22 minutes of animated entertainment into an invigorating discussion about our favorite family so there you go that's your podcast juice pick of the week now Going on to podcast on the go, where you can stream the where you can stream the podcast. So I'm gonna go over this. I'm gonna go over this real, real, real quick. So just bear with me. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So you can listen to. Off the Meat Rat Change New York podcast by Podorama, Anchor, Spotify, Audio Burst, Deezer, TuneIn, Player FM, Podchaser, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Podcast Attic, Breaker, Listen Notes, Google Podcasts. And don't forget that Off the Meat Rat Change is on. Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, number one app for podcasting, and last but not least, the YouTube. I need y'all to do your part by subscribing to the YouTube channel, GMoneyStacks555. Be sure to enable alerts so you can be reminded of when the show goes on the air, more video content. And if you miss any previous episodes, it's going to be automatically posted after the recording. Upcoming live stream episodes. Be sure to like, comment, and be able to be able to share the show with your friends along with the audio streaming platforms that I just said. And be sure to be sure to subscribe to all the all the streaming platforms of the podcast that I just mentioned. So please go follow and subscribe to the podcast and, and alerts. Um, don't forget to download your favorite episodes, which really helps a lot. And now truly appreciate it. Um, now, where you can follow the podcast you ask now before i even get before i even get to my social media handles and everything 
Um, I want to I want you guys to do me a favor that's listening and watching right now. I need y'all to follow um a friend of mine who goes by the name of Phil Williams, aka Scorpio P with Marie on 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 their show, the Brace Break Room Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow the show on Instagram, the Break Room Sports Pod on Instagram. That's the Break Room Sports Pod on Instagram, all in one word. All right. So be sure to follow Mr. Phil Williams and Marie on Instagram. Show some love. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Be sure to reach out to everybody that's that's listening. And also every Friday, tune in on their YouTube, on the YouTube channel, which is Ivy Productions. Subscribe there so you can watch it. It's gonna have a picture of um lips. It's gonna have a picture of lips on there that says Ivy Productions. Subscribe to there and and alerts so you can be reminded of when it comes on at 6 p.m. And also you can listen to them on Spotify, which is which is the same area of my podcast, which is off the meat rat chains New York podcast, of course. Also, you can follow the podcast page on Facebook and Instagram, which is off the meat rat chains NY podcast, which is the same name as as on Instagram, alongside with my with my primary personal personal Instagram handle, which is which is G Money Stacks five fifty five in Queens, New York. Now, I do want to um say something very motivating, like I always say before. I wrap up the show. Um, if you have a dream of being a radio personality, a podcast host like myself that want to create a show, like I'm doing right now for YouTube and streaming platforms, whatsoever, don't be afraid to go for it. Just, just, just have confidence. And be able to um say that you could do. It. I know you could do it. Do it for the right reasons and for you to be happy, not based on other people. All right. So, with that being said, that's gonna that's gonna do it for this episode thirty three. Um, and I would like to say thank you to everybody that's tuning in, rocking, and listening, and, of course, supporting the show, and when I, on Anchor, we got over 686 plays, including the downloads, so I'll have to give an applause for this one right here. And for reaching that milestone of 33 episodes in the books, I like to I like to actually add this. We got plenty more episodes to go with new topics to talk about. So don't worry. If you miss any episodes, don't worry. It's gonna be posted on YouTube and along with audio streaming platforms. 
it's it's probably going to take maybe two to three days for the episodes to be posted and uploaded on streaming platforms. So, you know, you know, with that being with that being said, I'm G Money Stacks, and unfortunately, Be Live couldn't make it. He he's celebrating his birthday, so so I hope. I hope you're enjoying your birthday out there, B Live. I'm already holding the fort down. So, so like I said, I'm G Money Stacks, and I'm gonna be clocking out right about right about now. So, peace and one love. Listen, if you like what you heard, all you got to do is follow the podcast, comment about the topics and what you thought about the episodes of Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast on Facebook and Instagram so you can be a part of the discussions for each topic every week. Plus, if you would like to be a guest co-host to chime in on topics, topic ideas, interviews, whether you are a rapper, singer, black-owned transsetter that has a business, producer, actor, actress, doctor, DJ, VJ, radio personality, podcast host, other career fields, need advice that you want us to read on the air like a chain letter about anything, you can email the show at Off the Meat Rat Chains NY Podcast at gmail.com o-f-f-t-h-e-m-e-a-t-r-a-c-k-c-h-a-i-n-z n-y-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com now where you can follow us is on facebook and instagram which is all in one word which is off the meat rat chains NY podcast alongside with my Instagram handle G money stacks 555 in Queens, New York. That's G M O N E Y S T A C K Z five, five, five I N Q U E E N S N Y. That's G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, in case you miss any of the episodes, don't worry. I got you. You can download your favorite episodes, like, 
subscribe, show the podcast some love with a five-star rating. We show our realness as far as the subjects being discussed in the conversations we have in each episode of the podcast. Inspire, motivate, sense of humor is an important key here because I believe laughter is the best medicine when it comes to dark times. We want the show to be the safety net of putting a smile on your faces, whether it's having bad days, losses of loved ones, work, and other difficult challenges. The show will be there for you no matter what you are going through. You are not alone in this case. Be sure to comment on the episodes with the topics. Share the podcast and streaming platforms of of Anchor, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Breaker, Deezer, Pocket Cast, Podchaser, Listen Notes, Player FM, Podorama, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts, Audio Burst. And don't forget, you can find Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and the YouTube. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to the channel page, G Money Stats 555. Click on the notification bell so you can be reminded of when Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast goes on the air live. Upcoming live stream episodes, previous recorded episodes, like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the podcast, including the streaming services with your friends. I'm Gene Money Stacks, and thank you all for listening, tuning in, sticking around with us, and watching us on YouTube. And let's keep the views going and the subscribers going on the YouTube. Thank you. One love.